0: Welcome to Real Talk, episode 113. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back.
1: I'm looking you dead in your eyes <laughs> because I'm facing you directly.
0: <laughs> hey, you know how we are around here. For those on the podcast, they have no clue what we're know. talking about. So we've decided, we're always mixing it up around here in Real Talk, for the good or for bad. It's true. Typically for the bad, probably. Yeah. yeah. But what we've decided to do for those that watch this uh, instead of listen, which I don't even really know the percentage of that anymore. I really hope they're not hearing that crackling they heard from live. Shouldn't be.
1: It's did not the same cord.
0: That? We didn't test that, did
1: we? No. These, these cords have been up here for a long time, so I'm hoping, you know, hoping that wouldn't be the case with these guys.
0: Yeah. You know what? It's always best to hope and not test. That's what I've heard. <laughs> In any important endeavor, just hope. Don't test it. Uh, anyway... We decided to face you guys over watching the video. We're kind of going back to our mixture, okay? We've got our new set. Yeah. We brought back the tables um, because we did this with live, and we noticed that there were more people. And I we don't know if that has to do with the fact that it's like more inviting, right? Facing you, Um, but you know we like it too. And you took a look at the shot today. We. Decided last week that I wanted to try this out. We're, right. We didn't get to, but this week we did, and you are like, you know what, I think I like this one. I, I do. So, we'll see. Let us know your thoughts if you're watching. Comments below. But, uh, we're back. Section. 113 episodes in. For good or for bad, that is that is where we're at. That's where we are. So, yes it is, AJ. <laughs> um, yeah, so we we do we have some questions today. We have four questions. We also have some things we're going to discuss. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it.
1: Yeah, man, I'm excited to discuss. uh, I know we were looking at a couple things before we went on.
0: Yeah, I actually think that it'd be good if we're just going to dive in. Um, So we're still figuring this out. You know, we always want to be the place that that answers these questions or gives a forum for these type of things to be discussed. And if you're new to Real Talk, whether the podcast or the web series video, Mm -hmm. uh, essentially here's the gist of it. We have a link somewhere in the description of this video. It's ww.theremnant.lif slash real talk. Mm-hmm. You can click that and you go down to submit a question. You can type a topic or question and hit submit and it's completely anonymous. Completely. And we joke a lot, but the reason we want to do that is we want there to be a place, a platform for people that whether they are have been believers, followers of Jesus Christ their entire life, or whether they're just just not making that, that commitment, or whether they are just curious. A place where they can ask those questions. Not be judged. Maybe they don't feel comfortable doing it to a pastor or someone in person. And that's right. the gist of it. We don't promise that we're experts. We don't promise to always have all the right answers. Mm-mm. But we do promise
1: to take it seriously. Yes, take it seriously and have a discussion to the best of our abilities.
0: Mm-hmm. And sometimes that isn't very good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, that's the gist of it. We have four questions today. Mm. That link is active 24-7, 365. So, go ahead and, and hop on in there. That's right. Um, And before we begin, because I think it'd be good to actually do a little update. We got a little update a few, probably a couple months ago. We discussed, I hate this phrase, but we discussed the fall, right, of Pastor Carl Lentz. Yeah. He was Bieber's pastor. He's one of the pastors at Hillsong in New York. Pretty, kind of that new celebrity hipster pastor. Yeah. Um, Had an affair, came out with it. We really liked the way that the church had handled it. And, you know, we certainly hope for his restoration, and we're not trying to add to the story uh, as far as, you know, sensationalism or gossip. We just... Yeah. I, I think it's interesting what you shared. And we you didn't know we were going to bring this up in here because we, we do a little research every now and then. Not a lot. Yeah. Lie, to, yeah. To, to make sure we have stuff to discuss. And you kind of found where he's at today, which I want to talk about a little bit. Before we do that, though, I think we should tell everyone the state of our backs.
1: That's true, man. let me man. tell
0: you why. My back is hurting
1: right now. And it's into my legs. Mine's a little tender. Yeah,
0: how many of you have ever had sciatic out there, whether you're listening on the podcast, fun turns raising his hand, you may not even know what that is, I didn't, I used to just think I had pulled muscles all the time in mm-hmm. my legs, so sciatica is when the nerve in your spine, typically the lower, is pinched or annoyed by the disc between your vertebrae, mm-hmm. something to that effect, and it causes nerve pain down your leg.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's terrible. Uh, yeah, so last week I started doing deadlifts again, and... I just started going higher and higher in the weight because I could. Because we've been doing P90X primarily. Right. So I was like, wow, I'm this P90X, surprisingly, even though it's body weight, has made my legs pretty strong. I'm yeah. throwing around heavy weight. And I kept going and going. And I felt so good, man. <laughs> the next day, I came back and I was like, guys, I feel solid. And Sunday, so I think I did that Friday, right? Mm-hmm. I think Sunday, yesterday. No, I don't know the time. Sunday was two days ago. Two days ago, yeah, that's right. Um, agonizing pain began. We were playing basketball, and as I'm running, I said, "What did I
1: do?" That's right. And we were
0: all like nothing, and then I think you it might have been you. Was like I think you, I think you, you did deadlifts. And yeah, I was like that was stupid. You're back same day.
1: Yeah, it was terrible, man. I couldn't. It was hard to run even like, cause I. It's weird, man. Cause I've never when I was younger, and I was like back when I was playing sports. I was I was younger, so like I literally. Yeah.
0: When you were younger, you were younger.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't have to worry about any of this stuff, and I I guess have never actually felt like I'm not used to your my body being in pain. Like I'm not used to it. Yeah. So like I am. running around back then, I was like, oh, I'm fine. Go to the thing, to thing. You know, and never really sore or anything. Yeah. You know, and it was quick recovery because that's just a young body. So now that I'm I'm slightly you know I'm starting to get older. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the lack of, you know, taking care of my body is yeah. really starting to catch up to me very fast.
0: So we're kind of in two different places about why. I had a really serious back injury, mm-hmm. but I did the same as you, and you have me constantly harping your ear. I had no one doing that. Mm-hmm. I just kept pushing, um, but I had a really serious back injury in 2013, like to the point I couldn't walk, and I've been really careful with it, rehabbed. It was supposed to have surgery. didn't do that uh, because I knew that that would cause. I'd never be able to play ball and yep. stuff, really. Um, but you know, I just went a little too, all too gung ho, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm hurting. And then Hop we played basketball, and then right. I went out and did some training with some some guys and footwork stuff, and kind of help in football, really yeah, work on their football stuff. And man, I just I, I don't rest, man. Mm-hmm. I, I still train like I'm 21, and you know, being 22 like I am, yeah, a uh, year makes a big year difference. Makes a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes a huge if difference. You see us squirming. That's what's going on. Yeah. I feel like I have. To, I don't have to do this, dude. Do I? I can just talk right up here. Yeah, you
1: can. You can scoop back. I'm just more. I'm just more. We're talking about I, I talk. Mics. I talk less. Like I'm. I'm a more quiet speaker. So I try to keep myself close. Were you gonna say I talk less loudly? Maybe. I don't remember what I was gonna say.
0: Anyway, so that's uh, had nothing to do with anything. Yep. And probably was not even needed. So no. Nope. I apologize. But I am in a lot of pain right
1: now. Me too, man. It's okay. Okay. I was trying to squeeze my back into place. <laughs> right. So, I also thought of another thing we could talk about. What's that? Maybe.
0: We'll get to it. But okay. first, I guess we'll talk about it. I'll bring this up. This okay. Is, this is like Jake Paul. Nice. you guys don't know who Jake Paul is, the Paul brothers are famous social media guys. That's right. And this this Jake Paul's younger brother, millionaire. You know, driven. I can give him that. Like, that's right. Famous on like TikTok now, YouTube, and that's now right. he's taken to challenging boxers and fighters. That's to right. Fight, and the first time he fought a YouTuber, who beat him up easy. Two YouTubers, other YouTubers. Then he fought oh, Nate so Robinson, sorry. basketball player.
1: Yes. Which uh, was like that guy had never fought either. Never fought, but that was considered probably like, his first legitimate, and that's in quotes, legitimate. legitimate fight. Then
0: he fought Ben Askren, who's an MMA guy, who by his own admission is not a striker. He wrestler beat, he beat him and a lot of people are thinking that that was actually a setup. Mm-hmm. if you don't know who this is that's fine um, but it's silly man who this guy is like he is literally I keep thinking he's gonna get hurt he's going mm-hmm. out and calling out legit fighters that's right even Jorge Masvidal who's an U- uh, MMA guy if, if this isn't your cup of tea just stick with us you probably mm-hmm. heard of Jake Paul at least Warrior Masvidal, I just saw this interview came out, and he's kind of been in his corner, you know, sort of hyping him up. Yeah, it's all about clout, right? Absolutely, his popularity and money. Exactly. And Masvidal was kind of behind him mainly because he doesn't like Askren, Ben Askren. Yeah,
2: they, well, they each asked other. him yesterday.
0: So hey, is he a real fighter? And I <laughs> did. I just tell you about this. Masvidal did a. Uh, it was Crowder actually interviewed him. Stephen Crowder, Oh, really? And Masvidal was like, well, "What do you mean by fighter?" He's like, "Listen, man, like, like he's yeah, he's a little, he's kind of athletic and you know mm-hmm. he's kind of quick." you know, for, but like, these people fight to kill people, like, they're killers, (laughs) and he's like, he needs to, he's like, you know what, he needs to be protected, he literally said this, keep fighting these other people, please don't get in the ring with a guy who is going to kill you, Oh man! and, and, like, you will literally be killed, like, and he brought up someone's name, he goes, oh, Poirier, Poirier, who yeah. he goes, Dustin Poirier, and he was will kill will kill him right will actually kill him and he's talking that's, trash to these
1: guys that's scary. So uh, the reason I'm bringing it up
0: is such a fact. I want first off I want to fight him. So Jake Paul, if you're watching this, I take a challenge. The punching pastor,
1: right? Punching pastor, Todd <laughs> Uh And
0: if you trash talk me, Jake, I'm not supposed to because
1: I love Jesus. Grace to I'll you, buddy. It.
0: Yeah This <laughs> to you Anyway Isn't it just crazy though That this culture Like they made A ridiculous amount of money On this fight No
1: absolutely To watch
0: two guys Who are not boxers box
1: mm-hmm. It just it I guess the reason I'm bringing it up Less than is,
0: two minutes Or whatever yeah, It was very like, the quick the culture This YouTube There's another YouTube Versus TikTok Creator boxing match Coming out in July Oh man And then his brother I forgot about this Logan Paul Is boxing Floyd Mayweather
1: That's right the, Possibly the best boxer ever Undefeated Never lost. And it, this is
0: hilarious. <laughs> By the way, they had to agree. He had to agree, okay? This took me a minute. I was like, oh, that's weird. They agreed on a Floyd Mayweather can only weigh 160 pounds.
1: And he can weigh like 190. 190, But do you
0: understand, Jake Paul's team's like, hey, well, you can't get any heavier than 160. Too two, weird. Too Mayweather. Why do you think that is? Oh, because they're scared. Because he'd
1: kill him. I, absolutely. would make... <laughs> he's right? going to be 30 pounds lighter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just to make it fair. Dude, but I mean, dude, more power to these guys in the mm-hmm. sense that they're making money, but... I, I also, I feel really bad, and getting serious again, I saw mm-hmm. a thing where Jake Paul, on his brother's podcast, started crying, dude, saying, sad. I don't know what to do with my life. It's so you sad, have these man. two people, right? You have this guy who's going around talking this really terrible stuff, cursing,
1: and creating this, this lifestyle. And character. then you get this
0: kid, bottom line, he's only 22, I don't know, 23, 23? 23, or yeah. Yeah,
1: 23,
0: 24, and he's sitting here saying, crying deep down, like, all of this, the flash, and the lights, and the glitz, and the glamour, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I mean, dude, I, you, I'm going to show you that later. And to, I mean, it wasn't like a long time ago. This was recently Yeah. that he said this. In the midst of talking and trying to talk trash and fight and curse and guns and like, he, he got in trouble for all this weird stuff. He also, like, that's all a facade, man. Yeah. Because he also realizes that my life, like, I don't. What am I doing? What am I doing with my life?
1: Yeah. That's crazy, man. What, and it, it always goes back to what we said. Like, it doesn't matter how much you got, man. When, that, when when God is not existent in your life, man, there's What's always... The exactly. You're always going to feel there's that, there's that thing that you just can't feel. And there that's what it is.
0: And that it, it's surreal to me when I hear that stuff and see it. Absolutely. He's sobbing, bro, this tough guy. I'll have to show you this. Yeah, that's I mean, it's, it's public stuff. Like, it's mm-hmm. on there, so I'm not... Yet, you know, part of me goes... And they're trying to love, you know, speaking to it, but these guys are lost, too. And guys, you're lost. If they ever... You catch it, you get upset or not. Like you're lost, and it doesn't make you any yeah. worse. People than me. Like, listen, on the world standards, you're you're way more successful than me. But the mm-hmm. bottom line is that success doesn't help you sleep at night, and I think that's the thing people have to understand.
1: Yep, Steve, um, man, it, it's hard. It's hard to fathom for some people. I don't know. Here's a, you know, what's confusing. Just kind of going back to even like just Jake in general is like you said, like he's going through all this stuff and you know he's dealing with the fact that people it's hard when you oh, have a guy, yeah and you when you have a guy like this who's like he's it's hard to tell do you think he's just playing a character or do you think he's actually trying to become a professional boxer
0: This is a great question so based on the interviews i've seen and stuff mm-hmm. i think that he is dude if you do something long enough mm-hmm. without anyone around you with only surrounded by yes men you start to believe you'll it you'll start to believe it mhm so that you know I think regardless of whether he thinks Like I think he thinks he's an actual boxer Yeah I think he actually believes he can get in there With a professional killer Right for lack of a better word Yeah And, and, and survive And he can't Like I've seen it One of the one thing And that's that makes con- me sad too And I, and, oh, and here's the other thing And maybe he's haunted by the fact that he knows deep down he's surrounded by yes men Everything mm. Then Then you know What is life man I don't know
1: that's fair cuz like what like what is real relationship like like you know at that point it's just a bunch of people doing whatever they can to be around you cuz they know who you are like cash they, cow. exactly they're going right? to make that, that's hard man yeah but i guess the reason why i ask is because like i've even seen like i've seen confusing stuff myself even just about that like you know we know we've mentioned joe rogan before joe rogan i saw him on his podcast talking to somebody and said like was watching a clip of when he you know hit ben askren and he literally was like he, he was, he acted like, he's like, Jake Paul can fight. From that one punch? Yeah. He was like, that guy can hit, bro. Like, he was not, he was like, and I was like, this is weird because it's coming from Joe Rogan.
0: Okay, but that's what I'm saying. Like, nobody said he can't hit. That doesn't make you a boxer. Right. I can punch pretty hard, probably. I'm not going to be able to fight Floyd Mayweather in a boxing match, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and I outweigh Floyd Mayweather by 90 pounds. I don't mm-hmm. know, Whatever.
1: Yeah, it was just it was just it, it was odd right just because right, right? yeah. even just the way he was talking about it made it 16. seem like Joe was like I I think this guy can fight like and I'm like
2: wow well, well you also got to think about this a lot of those boxers that are coming in started boxing at like 11. that's true they didn't so start at 22 years old right he's just he's not going to be able to step into the ring for another ten years they've put so much hours he has his and time, pro card though exactly. technically. Yeah,
1: he's licensed.
2: And, and you have people fighting in high school at age 16 yeah. in crazy weight classes as professional boxers. Or just in boxing rings. So these guys have fought since they're 11, 12, all the way up to here. And then you have him stepping in at whatever age he is... 24, I think, yeah. You're not going to be able to compare. You're not going to be able to compare. And and just because he can hit doesn't mean anything, really. Yeah. It means that he's good at one thing, which is great for a boxing trainer to be able to teach him. But And that's just what I've seen, that uh, boxing trainers will normally focus on the one thing you're good at, and they will make you the best at what you can be at that level, and then they'll start working on other things because what comes naturally to you is what you're going to use. Right. But he has only had five years if not that yeah actually, who knows how long it's actually years, been yeah. really to get in the ring with people yeah know, severely inexperienced fight one of these guys I think you're
1: right I think eventually he's you know and it could be the next fight he ever has but yeah
2: I, well
0: he's gonna be like Masvidal said Masvidal pretty much admitted he's being protected he's being yeah. put against people who can mm-hmm. that are not that's why he and he wasn't being mean when he said listen you need to stop talking to Poirier he will kill you yeah like, li- this man will hurt you. That's freaking nice, uh, But see, I think it's twofold when I think of these guys. On the one hand, it's like, I think about this generation, right? Yeah. Uh, mine and younger, who are so delusional in in their desire to be special, they believe that they are special, like, I'm trying to think of this, like, for things that they're not, right? We're all made in the image of God, and we're special in that sense, right? Yeah. I mean, made uniquely, God loves us, but, like, Absolutely. we have this desire... Um, to be special in ways that maybe we're not, right? So, like, say, like... I don't know, man. I'm trying to think. Um, You know, I might be an okay rapper. Right. Right? Me, Todd. Okay. Just messing around. But I'm not a professional. I'm not going to go out and and try to do a show. Because I'm not actually... I'm not going to say, dude, I'm the greatest rapper alive. Right. That is... And I think this generation is so desperate for identity that they grab a hold of something... And try to and literally live in a delusional world. We've talked about this. We know people that live in a delusional world, right? Like, and I don't mean that in a mean way, but a way that's like it's sad because it's delusional, and it makes you wonder if they're wasting time in this delusion versus right. their life. So there's that side, and then the other side is, why is he living in that that world? Well, it's because of the what he shared when he's crying. This guy doesn't know what life is. He has the money, girls, sex, fame. He's hated because of the persona like imagine picking a persona that's making him more famous but also making you more hated
1: yeah man and that's gonna weigh on you oh absolutely why is he crying exactly like you can you can keep up like you said you can keep the facade all you want but eventually it's gonna crack you you know the symbol gonna break you man
0: said a hundred times you're it's only you the darkened god mm-hmm. at night before bed right and, and I, I, I believe truly unless people are higher drunk they always have those moments and I think a lot of times the reason people run from addiction to addiction and they're trying to avoid those moments because in the moments, in the quiet, you recognize um, something's missing. Oh,
1: man, that's so good. So, oh. it's just a thought. Yep.
0: Anyway, speaking of semi-famous people, mm-hmm. we mentioned earlier uh, Carl Lentz. Yeah. And then you kind of did some research today and found out yeah. so where he's at and what his situation is now.
1: Yeah, essentially, I mean, from what I could see, because there wasn't a whole lot about him sure. still. Like, there's not a whole lot going on. I found this one article... And they were talking about how, you know, he's essentially he's trying to just survive in, in Los Angeles because the goal for him is to stay there. But, you know, they did see that, you know, his house is up for sale, you know, and he's trying to he's he's has all these different pitches he's trying to do. I know the, the big one they mentioned was him trying to, like, pitch a TV show that no one's picking up. And I know that, you know, he's had he's had financial assistance you know, to, you know, keep a roof over his head from all these, you know, different people with, with the biggest one being, uh, I believe it's, it's, it's Tyler Perry. That's mm-hmm. his name man, Tyler Perry. Um, but the sad part of it all was, you know, in the midst of all that, he, he has been reaching out to different groups of people, including people from his old church, um, you know, to see if, if they would be willing to help him. And he's, uh, according to the article, he's heard nothing back, um, which is really sad. And, uh, so that's really where that's about the most I've been able to find on Carl since everything has happened um, is that he is just trying to survive out there in L.A. because he wants to stay there. But, you know, it's looking like he may have to move away. You know, they mentioned he had to move back to the East Coast. So I don't know, man. You know, rough situation for him.
0: So here. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So here's kind of where I'm at with this. And I, you and I didn't talk about this really because we started filming right away. Mm hmm. So I have a couple of, of things. We'll come to the one side. There is a sad side. But I, I had this thought, man. Um, I, he needs to under. I not I don't know this guy. Yeah. He may need to understand that grace and forgiveness and love... Doesn't mean you get to go back to your glitzy and glamorous lifestyle. That's well, fair. I did read this. You know, this we're talking about a guy whose rent is probably in the tens of thousands of dollars. I think
1: it said sixteen thousand.
0: Okay. So on the one hand, I want to be like, you are asking people for help to pay your sixteen thousand a dollar a month rent, right? When you probably had the money right at one time. I mean, I can look up his net. Let's look up his net worth right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now these aren't always completely right. Sure. But Let's let's see this.
1: Yeah, man, it's it's pretty wild.
0: Um, his his net worth as of two thousand twenty was two point five million dollars. Wow. Okay, so he, that's net, right? And that includes selling stuff and all that. But I'm like, sure, man, come on, like, I, come on down to Indiana, and you, you can live a decent life right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You, you could. know,
0: you the the hardest part about the process, and as a, as someone who had to go through, um restoration of my own life mm-hmm. in, uh because of mistakes you know and stuff not to the same level but still right but you know one of the hardest parts is understanding sometimes that god's grace doesn't mean that i immediately get to go back to where i was right it doesn't mean god doesn't love you and it doesn't mean that people don't love you um and i think man you know for me when i look at that i you talking about yes man you kind of and we don't know again i i you know my heart. Anyone who yeah. knows my heart is for grace and love. And Absolutely. You. I would love to see him preaching it. I don't know the guy. I don't know if he's anything about him. Right. But I'll tell you this. Talking about yes men, you know, is nobody in this guy's life saying, bro, you might need to move to back to, because I think he's from like Georgia originally.
1: It's like, New- like, yeah. No, he
0: lived in New York, but he is from the South, because gotcha. I looked at his, his background. Like, you might need to go back home to Georgia and buy right. yourself a nice house And become a pastor of a little church or write a book or something. You might not get to be on camera anymore for a while. It's true, man. That doesn't mean you never will be again.
1: Sure. And sometimes the hardest struggle
0: is thinking, well, okay, well, now, you know, I want to go back to where I was.
1: Yeah. Well, and sense. Absolutely. Because, well, one of the questions that, that arise for me when I was reading about it all was like, why is he so dead set on wanting to try to stay in L.A.? why what's the point in it bro that's sad because like, cause, what, what does like it look what's like? exactly cuz you know sure we could say maybe he's feeling called there but like what what is why are you so strongly tied to LA to the point where you'd be you're having to ask for all this help which is not wrong to ask but like you said he's like from Virginia. Virginia Virginia
0: Yeah so well there you go right like, right
1: like what what's your you know cuz clearly it makes me go you know is he really, like, is he, or is he just trying to chase stardom? You know, that's, what's he trying to do that's here? That's what it looks what's this like. What's his play, man. you know? And so.
0: regardless of, let's say that, that, what does it look like? What's appearance? Okay, so you and I, I, I believe one thing that you and I lo- are all about grace, loving people, you know, people being restored, people make mistakes. So if you and I are even having that question of like, man, it kind of looks like, you know, your focus is more on being famous than it is being, which by the way has nothing to do with his salvation. He could just be an issue in his heart where he needs mm-hmm. work on, but... You know, if it, what does it look like to the rest of the world that's looking for a reason? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Uh, so I don't know, man. That, that's the one side of it, okay? The other side is I do feel bad, you know? You, you yeah. said we don't know anything. It's
1: We're It's true, yeah.
0: But you said you know, he's reached out to people in his, his, his previous church and mm-hmm. he's not getting an answer back. And I think that's heartbreaking. That is heartbreaking,
1: absolutely. Um,
0: but again, we don't know what stage of the restoration or the, the you know, Matthew 18 process they're in. Did they have to go all the way to cast him out? You know. We don't know. Cuz sometimes you know, we don't know the state of repentance. But assuming he is, I will tell you this, the other thing I learned through my own life and experiences is that you you learn that a lot of people that say they love you don't really love you. They only love you when you're on quote on top. Gotcha. And you know, he may have and that's the the thing about that is God can use that to draw us closer to him and make us realize that he's the only true foundation we have. Amen. But Tough man. Beautiful thing too, man, is it's so public, is his wife. You know who I feel for? His wife. Yeah. Because she's staying with him.
1: She is. And I I
0: just happen to pull Which is
1: amazing, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Pretty cool. That's the way it should be, right? I mean,
0: ideally. The beauty is, and no shame to anyone that didn't, right? God gives you that. Yes. That is a way that you know the covenant's broken. You can walk away if you want. But one of the things that's interesting too, imagine being in her shoes. Because I just looked him up while you were talking to see if I could find anything else. Yeah. The first thing that popped up is pastor's uh what is it called mistress Mm -hmm. you know the former mistress speaks out so in like the vanity fair so it's so public imagine that so not only is it known but like you have to see this woman Mm -hmm. you have to like interact you have to you know what i'm saying and for her to choose to stay wow pretty Pretty radical man cool yes
1: definitely to me that that shows her faith absolutely because i know you know even when it comes to, like, it's you messy. know, these, these big-time, you know, faith figures, so even, like, Kanye, for example, you know, Kanye, people were first questioning whether, whether you know, if Kanye was a true Christian or not, you know, and before you know it now, Kim wanted a divorce. Yeah, they're divorced. Why they're is that? Divorced. Yeah, that's right. They're in the middle of one. And why is that? I think it's because Kanye truly is a Christian, and he's trying to live it out, and, you know, was she really? Well, it doesn't seem like it, you know, because what's the point? You know, what's the reasoning? You know, like you said, is there any biblical backing to what she's doing? Probably not.
0: Yeah, it's tough, man. So this it's pretty life, cool for
1: her to show that faith.
0: Th- yeah, I agree. Um, also interesting, too, you know, for a lot of uh, women, when it comes to affairs, okay? This is my experience. Mm-hmm. So have you seen Carl Lentz's wife?
1: Uh, you going to be shocked. I probably yeah, have. I mean
0: this in a positive way, right? Very mm-hmm. beautiful woman. Very okay. pretty
1: woman. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. She's very pretty.
0: Okay. Um... It never It isn't about looks, man. A lot of times when guys do this kind of stuff, it's their own issues. It has nothing to do with the spouse. It has to do with their own... Mm-hmm. That, and that's not to defend it. It's more to, like... It's just... We're so funny as humans, man. Yep. Right? Like, it's one of those things we've talked about. The grass is always greener. You have something, and then... Well, it'd be nice if I had that, too, right? It's yep. coveting. You know, God talks about that, the idea of, of coveting. So
1: it's just interesting, too. Yeah, man. It is... Um, that's...
0: But you know, guys, the reason we're bringing this up, this it's messy. Gosh. It God. is messy. Our life in, in Christ is not always clean. And, no. yeah. and, and and we get accused a lot. Sin is sin. What what Carl Lentz did was wrong. Absolutely. Was However, here's what I see on the surface. I don't know anything about his heart. Okay? And this is the part. We're out here in Indiana. Okay. We don't know this guy. Nope. We know that he. Repented publicly on his, to his two million followers or whatever. On his That's account. right, yeah. Didn't have to do that. Didn't have to say no. that. His church said, we still love and support him. We hope one day he's restored to ministry. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty biblical. Yeah. I can tell you this. If you're a Christian out there and you spend more time looking for proof that he is not a believer than you do praying for his restoration and that God would heal him, and res- then boy, something's wrong with you. Yeah. Because I we've talked about this a lot. Yeah. The culture
1: got the wrong outlook. We're sure. so
0: afraid like of wolves. And it, it gets so messy, right? Like I'm we're just so afraid that we we, we preach love and grace, but only so far. And I think that our desire... Yeah, absolutely, man. I think it's okay for us to ask these questions. If I knew Carl Lance, I'd sit down and go, dude, I would do what you just said. Why are you so obsessed with staying in L.A.? Yeah. But that doesn't mean I'm immediately... Why do we... Do you think we sometimes mix up salvation with spiritual maturity? You see what I'm saying? So instead of saying, boy, well, he is spiritually mature in this area, mm-hmm. we say, he's, he's not, not He's not a Christian. Right. That's.
1: All. I think so. Absolutely. Because I think, again... We've said this before, but I think that that plays into the idea of we don't trust the Holy Spirit in, our, in our, yep. our other, you know, our brothers and sisters. We don't do it. We don't trust it. We don't think, you know, because someone makes a, a mistake that we think that they're not saved. Like, it's just, we always jump to the not saved. Like, they're not saved. We never, like you said, we never think of the other side of, are they just spiritually immature in this area? Mm-hmm. You're right. You're absolutely right. And if anything, probably the reason why is because we don't want to look in, our own, in the mirror and see our own immaturities in our in our you know, our spiritual life. Because I guarantee you we can we can see people and remind of remind us of ourselves. So you'd rather just say, Well, you know, they're not a believer, you know, because you know, if they can do this me be believer, you know, why should you know, and it just it just goes down a road of just justification and all this stuff. It's just not good. It's messy. It's right? messy, exactly. What you said earlier. Good segue,
0: by the way, into our next topic. Nice. On this article. So I want to give the guy a shout out. We uh, we we try to keep our finger on the pulse, We're on the, the pulse. pulse of Christian news, right? <laughs> And um, one of the things that we've checked into, uh huh. What stuff? Oh, sorry, I got a text
1: right in the midst of talking. No, you're me. good, man. Um,
0: so come on, please be here still. <laughs> oh, here we go. So I, I found an article by a guy named Paul Prather. Okay. okay. And I and I want to give him a shout out, Paul Prather. Um, is I can't want to tell you who he is because it actually he is the pastor of some place Bethesda Church, excuse me, near Mount Sterling. I have no idea where that's at. Okay. Um, he's got an email on this, but this this oh it's in Kentucky. Okay. Oh, cool. So somewhere in Kentucky, Lexington. This this article I'm reading from is from the Lexington Herald, my my home state.
1: Hey, Lexington, Kentucky. Kentucky. Beautiful Kentucky. area. Ever been there? Lexington, uh, Probably been through beautiful.
0: it. Beautiful. Lexington is a beautiful area. Nice. Uh, Kentucky is a beautiful state in general.
1: Mm-hmm. People don't realize that. Yeah, I've always, only ever driven through it. Beautiful place. You got to go sometime.
0: I should take it. So um, so he's talking about his dad who passed away in 2012. He said his dad preached for 60 years. Okay. He's his mentor. Um, so apparently, this guy wrote two articles <clears throat> that got picked up, this pastor, okay. by the Lexington Herald. And I'm trying to re- live in time here, find out what those were um, before I go into this article.
1: Okay, but of course, it's not happening. Taking forever oh, to load.
0: <laughs> uh, this guy says, "Why is uh, it, it, one of his articles that was picked up in April 8th of 2021? So not too long. Ago, okay, is why is U.S. church membership at a new at a new low? And he says there's quote a perfect storm of reasons for it. Mm. Uh, so I'm gonna catch you guys up for the first time. Since Gallup began tracking church membership since 1937. 1937. For the first time since 1937. You guys are going to be shocked by this. Americans' memberships in houses of worship churches has dropped to below 50% of the population. Wow. For the first time since they've tracked this. So in 2020, just 47% of Americans said they belong to a church, synagogue, or mosque. That's not even just... Christianity. That's
1: just all religion in general. There's a
0: decline, that's a decline from 50% in 2018, and a precipitous fall from as recently as 99, 70% of people were members of something. And it's across the board. So it's all Democratic, men, women, young, old, black, white, Hispanic, Republican, Democrat, independents, well-educated, less educated, Protestants, Catholic, conservatives, moderates, all over the place. Wow. Additionally, the number of people who say religion is very important has fallen to 48%. That's unprecedented low. And the, this is a powerful statement this guy makes. Mm-hmm. This isn't even the original point of what I'm right, bringing up. This okay, but this is his original article. This ongoing decline in the role and influence of American House of Worship has become all but unstoppable. I think that's a little bit of a jump. And he says, "What's causing the waning of religious allegiance?" I'm not a sociologist, but having been a minister for 40 years and a religion writer for 30, I do have some theories. Here are my factors. The rise of the Internet has made it easy to pick and choose beliefs from around the planet and to chat informally, even anonymously, with those who see the cosmos or faith as you do. It exposes The Internet exposes us to an endless variety of traditional spe, spe, skeptics, excuse me, an alternative faiths. Um, connecting live in person with the Baptist or Episc, Episcopal congregation down the street can, by comparison, feel frustrating and limiting and boring. Hmm. For many folks, the Internet has become their houses of worship. They create their own pick-and-choose faith.
1: Oh, man.
0: Uh, He also says, We're living in a period in which younger Americans are distrustful of all types of institutions, including police and pharmaceutical companies. That distrust carries over to religious institutions. Young adults are the least religious of all Americans. Man. He says, Skepticism and even atheism have become more acceptable and in some circles, the norm. The number of atheists is growing well-documented and a small subsection of atheists have turned evangelical themselves in advancing their cause. They publicly attack religion at every opportunity. Wow. This growing organized pushback has created embarrassment and disillusionment among those who used to be churchgoers, but who weren't well-versed in their faith to begin with. So they can't withstand the attacks because they don't know. Right. He said Roman Catholics, this is all his thoughts on this, Roman Catholic child abuse have shaken people's trust in religion. In fact, Catholic membership has declined at twice the rate of Protestant, 18 to 9. Wow. Uh, here's another one. This is this goes to what you just said about Carl Lentz. A seemingly endless succession of big-time Protestant leaders behaving badly has had a similar statistically less dramatic effect on Christianity. Mm-hmm. Uh, the alliance of white evangelical Christianity with far-right politics has appalled some. Some people believe the church is now just a mouthpiece of a Republican Party. They are turned off by a church that they see as less concerned about the gospel of Jesus than the pronouncements of Donald Trump or Sean Hannity. Sundays are no longer sacred. Boy, I found this true in ours. Church, we play golf, we take hikes, youth sports leagues, suck away parents and kids from church services once youth teams didn't practice or play on Sundays. Now, uh, formerly church-going parents find their kids' soccer or baseball success more important than their spiritual development. Man. And then he also says, lastly, and I think this is true, a lot of church-goers were never that serious about their faith to begin with. (sighs) Even among active church members, probably no more than 10 and 20% really shaped their lives around their religion rather than the other way around. It's easy for them to simply drift away. And he said, in addition, the pandemic has given everyone new paradigms for worship and lots of practice staying home from services. Wow. This
1: guy's just bringing the truth. Um,
0: In the future, Christianity, historically the country's largest faith, will have to adjust to becoming an even smaller piece of the spiritual pie. That's not necessarily a bad thing. The earliest Christians were barely more than an obscure splinter group, but they were serious and they persevered and they changed the world. So that was his original. I'm sorry. I didn't plan on reading that whole thing, but no, I think that's it's important. course I want to know.
1: That's insane. You think I lost it,
0: everyone there? I thought that was pretty interesting. However, he comes up with this new... So that got, that got picked up by a bunch of newspapers. Right. Okay. Wow. That was, and he had another one too. I didn't look at the other article. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so, but in his latest one... <clears throat> no, he has a part two here. I'm not going to read it. So essentially, he had this art, these two articles about that. Yes. Okay. Well, then he says, the email's poured in... His new article. The emails poured in. They came from a, they came from sea to shining sea, from pretty much every religious, non-religious, anti-religious orientation. Some were respectful, even if the writers disagreed with my hypotheses about what's causing membership decline. But many, if not most, were neither respectful nor kind. And he said, I was struck by two prevailing sentiments: ar- anger, and arrogance. Mm. And he said, and this is what I want to talk about. As I read those emails, I kept thinking, and I quote, I quote his words. If this is what the discussion of faith looks like, no wonder people are leaving houses of worship.
1: I'm so sorry, guys. I think it's important. So, Arrogance and anger.
0: He, so what I'm saying is this guy, all he does is, is point out an issue. Yep. <clears throat> and that, that's a fact. Church membership is declining. Right. And in return, he gets attacked. Okay, And, I, and I'm not going to read all the things, but because he's not even allowed to discuss it.
1: No room for discussion. I and mean,
0: and we have found that, which, by the way, is the heart behind Real Talk, is we wanted to create a platform where we could talk about this stuff. That's right. And we've gotten pushback from Absolutely. both sides of the aisle, right? We've oh, yeah. gotten pushback from conservative Christians and, of course, a- attacked by people who say that we're bigots
1: and sure. whatever. Yeah, we've gotten both sides of the spectrum. I don't know, man. It's sad, dude. Like... I really like what that guy said in that, in that, that first article you read talking about, you know, the 10 to 20 percent that actually shaped their life around it because it's so true, man. Like, you know, Jesus talks about, you know, the true path is narrow and like that guy. I mean, it just goes right along with it. And like, I think he's right. I think for so for all these years of people going to church, you know, I think they were just looking for reason to not have to go anymore. That's so good. and they finally got it. My and job. now they don't now they don't go. And and now they can continue to use that excuse, and now you know before you know it, we've lost half, mm-hmm. half of <clears throat> the church with a capital C. You know, I'm not saying that's accurate, but you know, no, I th- I it. think
0: that percentage is. Cr- oh, it's absolutely accurate. I believe it. We see it yeah. on our own. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Okay, and since you're bringing that up, yeah, you've been involved in the church and our in the remnant for how long now? Like, just involved at all. Right? <laughs> Four or five years, okay. and you've been kind of on staff or behind the scenes,
1: really, certain ministry for two, two, two and a half, two. I'm probably yeah. going on three. Actually, that's crazy. <clears throat>
0: Let me ask you this. Okay, I'm not. We haven't talked about what's the number one reason people get mad at us and tend to leave our church. When it, when does it happen? What's like, when? What, what are the reasons that come to
1: mind? Try Put to it hold, simply. Uh, we try to hold them accountable to what they have told us. They've yeah, committed to but what specifically? Lives. Um, you're over coming to church. Bingo. Yep. Come to here. church. When they're not here. Yes.
0: If we we have literally lost more people when all we do is ask them, hey, we haven't seen you in a while. You're members. We love you. Everything okay? And they go crazy. Yep. Right? Symbol I mean they do. They may try to be passive aggressive and calm, but they do that and my point is, boy, isn't that the, like that's true? And that goes back to what you said when he said they don't like that because that doesn't fit what they want. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we've seen that in our own church, so I definitely believe it happens in other places, the number one thing that we, people get mad at us at The Remnant and leave this church, and I'm not even exaggerating to those that are listening, Mm -hmm. The Remnant is uh, what sponsors Real Talk, about. That's right. For those that have no idea about that.
1: Remnant church,
0: manapu, trust (laughs) my grace for you. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. That was embarrassing. Um, I know, fun turn. I wish I hadn't done it either. But isn't that insane? That the number one reason that we've had people leave this church is because we tell them they should go to
1: church. To come to church. That's right. Well, I don't know, man. It's also I keep thinking of
0: one particular couple recently. Mm-hmm. And I know this this I just I, I'm about to probably offend a lot of people. Sometimes I push hard, and so even church, right? Some people say, "Todd, well, why don't I?" Can think of a couple right now that if I had never asked them to come to church or checked on them and let them come every once every eight weeks mm-hmm. without ever saying anything, they'd probably still be here, giving their money, their tithe, their offering, because mm-hmm. they were they were faithful in that. Yeah, and they'd probably never never would have left. Actually, a couple a couple different couples would. Yeah, right. And so, and I've that that temptation's there, but and I don't because I want them. My hope is sometimes is that that 80%, 90% that don't actually really believe what they say they believe, that they come to a place where they have, they're have they forced to rub against the truth of Christianity, the, of Christ, of the gospel, of what it means to die to self, yep. and they either walk away from it and quit pretending, mm-hmm. or they have repentance, because even if they walk away, I have hope that someday you will come to a truce saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Amen. Because I'll tell you this right now. Does church attendance prove that you're a Christian? No. Are there no. Christians that don't go to church? No. But the heart issue of being anyone that challenges me with the truth of the gospel, not made up things, but God's own words. That's right. And we reject that and come up with excuses. That is a serious concern
1: of whether or not you know, you know God. Amen. I, I'm with you, dude. That's, you're right. We
0: live in a time when you can justify it. Like... Just do what makes you feel happy, and mm-hmm. you need to cut people out of your life that do this or that or hurt you, and yeah, you know maybe. that's not wrong, and blah, 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 and really what you're saying is sometimes that cut out the people in your life that hold you accountable to anything. That's right. What a, what a crazy world we live in, dude, and I'm not old, okay? I joke about it. I'm not considered old. You're not old, and yet I'm telling you right now, so I'm a part of this generation. Yes. I just can't fathom how people think. It's It always goes back down to this idea of like, that's your truth, not mine. Yeah. What are you talking about? There is a truth, and you should desire to find truth. Right? So if you I always go back to see, it's Lucy puts it well, and it's 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 this. I'm gonna butcher the quote, Mm -hmm. but the quote is whatever you decide about Christ, this should be a serious decision. Right? If you want to reject him, reject him. The most dangerous thing in the world is a Christian who's painted something else with the name Jesus Christ that is not Christ. And they're following their own version of of Christianity that does not lead to salvation.
1: Mm-hmm. It does not lead to change. Nope. Does that make sense? Yep. And I don't know, man. Because it's...
0: Christ doesn't let you have it on your terms. No. Yes, there's grace and mercy. But there's grace and mercy in the journey to follow him. Not grace and mercy in the journal to fo- journey to follow a false idol, which more right. than often is the idol of yourself.
1: Absolutely. I worship
0: myself. What I say is right and wrong. What I want to do.
1: That's right. And if you
0: can't even get up to go to church, without get, and when you're asked about it, you get mad, how are you going to die to self and pride? How are you going to say, follow Christ when the world tells you not to? How are you going to not deny his name? That's right. Judas and Peter both followed Christ. Hmm. I've said this. That's right. Until the moment when they were forced, right? Then we saw who was really who. Both messed up. Yep. But um, one continued to fall on and one did not.
1: That's right, man.
0: So I don't know. I didn't mean you to go on a rampage. No, there, I, I love I think it. it's so fascinating.
1: It is fascinating. This culture that we're in. I, oh, absolutely. Like you said, like, we all, you know, in today's modern culture, we we take, we are our own gods, like you said. We want it our way, and that's it. And like you said, there's not, it's funny, man, truth is very, in today's culture, truth is very subjective, you know. Truth is, it's like there's no such, It's <laughs> there is no truth. It's 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 your truth and my truth and their truth. And we all have to try to exist within each other's truths. Even, even if they're, it, it just doesn't make sense. It never ends. There's no, that's why, you know, it's very hypocritical, honestly. This, this modern culture of, of what they're trying to do is very hypocritical. Mm. They make themselves hypocrites. Mm. They do. Because when you take this my truth, your truth, their truth, and when your truth rubs up against their truth, you instantly, you cast, you, you, you know, you, I can't think of the word right now. but Ostracize? Thank you. Yeah, you ostracize them for it. And therefore, you are really, you, you're defying your own code of ethic. <laughs> so I, I don't get it, man. It doesn't make any sense to me. You know, there is a truth. And I think that people don't want to hear that because, like you said, it rubs up against what they want and what they feel, and th- the truth, there is a truth, and that truth is the truth, and it rubs up against what people want, and they don't want to hear that, they don't want to deal with it, they don't want to feel the weight of it, and that's why we're in the state of what we're in. It's truth.
0: So you know, I don't know, guys. I guess those that are watching, if you're, I have the utmost respect. There are people out there that that aren't Christians yet, and I have respect for you in this. I worry for you. Because I want you to live, but it, if, if you're here listening and seeking and you're 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 asking those questions because you genuinely want to know the answers, mm-hmm. then I believe and I've said this to people before that aren't Christians, keep looking because God will answer you. He he's not afraid to answer. So it doesn't matter if a pastor gets mad at you for asking questions or a, a church leader mm-hmm. or someone doesn't want you to ask those questions. God's not doesn't have a problem with you seeking him out. And he says if you seek me with all your heart, soul, and mind, you will find me. And amen you will, f- he, you will find him if you keep looking. and I'm sorry that sometimes in this world people get angry at you for having questions. Yep. God doesn't get angry about that, right? Um, as long as you're going to him and seeking him out, as, especially if it's a true desire to know. Yeah. Um, and, and, I, and, and brothers and sisters in Christ out there we've, we can't be afraid. how weak is our faith and how weak do we make Christ look if we can't handle questions? Truth, we believe man. in that. We believe He is the truth, the way, the truth, and the life. Then why are we afraid to answer or to have these discussions? Hmm. We can't be afraid because then we're making our God look small. I'm not afraid of your questions. God is gonna, you know, God. It's the truth. Amen, and uh, so, you know, we're looking at our this pastor here who got attacked for bringing up some facts. That's right. Some facts are that we we do not. I like what he said even about being attacked by uh, atheists and people don't have the answers so they crumble and then they make some doubt their faith.
1: That's right. You
0: know, you can't be afraid. Are you kidding me? God did not give us a spirit of fear and timidity, but one of power and self-control, right? Like, mm. you why are you afraid? Falling right. back down when challenged by incredibly intelligent men, both wow. from the Jewish community at the time who were hostile to Christ in that time, the Jewish leaders, and from the, uh, from the Greeks.
1: Stood in front of a king and said, I wish you were like me besides these chains. <laughs> mm-hmm. So awesome. You know, if
0: you're a church leader's out there, let's let's not be afraid. That's what Jesus did. He went in and he let people ask him questions and he answered them and you know, no, he didn't always chase them, but he loved them and answered their questions.
1: That's right. We've
0: we've got to do some, I believe God's doing something in this country and, and part of it is probably winnowing it like he said, winnowing it down to the true disciples. Um, that follow him and that's scary, right? Because what could scary. that mean? But on top of that, what an awesome opportunity we have to build up the body to be strong, hmm. right? To know the word of God. And if you're out there and you're a Christian and you don't ever read the Bible, then you're not equipped to deal with this stuff.
1: Nope. You're, and if you're a Christian out there
0: right. and you don't go to church, you can come up with all excuses you want. You are being disobedient. Yep. Go to church. The Bible or the, uh, the yeah, the Bible says it. Okay, and I was one of those guys I've said it a hundred times I can I can admit it yep. I was the Christian that was so mad at people because of these kinds of attitudes that I didn't want to go to church and I justified it and I was like I don't need to go to church to be saved and that's true but I wasn't following I wasn't being obedient in all ways
1: mm-hmm. so I don't know didn't mean to go on a rampage there no man I loved it it's good stuff real um, talk
0: let's at least answer one question here when we get out of here so okay. here's a question I got what does it mean to be baptized in the Spirit? I've been to churches where people have been—forgive me if I word these wrong—slain in the Spirit. I've been to churches where we're receiving the Holy Ghost and they begin talking in tongues. Does all this fall in the same category as being baptized with the Spirit?
1: Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure on this one. Uh, well, well I guess... first,
0: being slain in the Spirit is when they touch your forehead and the yeah. person goes flying backwards and die. Quote, you know, looks like pass
1: out. Essentially, yeah. Uh, I don't know if that means being baptized in this is that same thing. I I, I honestly no see that. So
0: being baptized <laughs> in the Spirit, um, we are all baptized in the Spirit when it put our faith in Christ. Okay, mm-hmm. I do not think it's a biblical principle that there's some second baptism in the Holy Spirit. I don't see any any sort of uh, biblical backing for that. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know when when you are saved, the the Bible tells us that you were then indwelt, sealed with the Holy Spirit, empowered, changed transformed, saved, made holy, and also equipped for Mm -hmm. all good works. You don't have to wait do something else extra to get equipped again. It happens right there in that moment. So being slain in the Spirit is when they push you. Here's the truth in that. There is no biblical evidence of doing that. It is not a biblical practice. They're going to use a phrase from Revelation and and one other place where it talks about falling as if dead and blah, 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 blah. Um, That is not, there's no directions to do that in Mm -hmm. the, the Bible. In fact, you want to get a little creepy? And by creepy, I, like I mean creepy. interesting. So anytime that someone actually passed out or fell down in the presence of God and the Holy Spirit... Yeah. They fell forward on their faces. Uh-huh. So why... Interesting. Isn't it cr- almost creepy then that someone's falling backwards? Wow. I'm just saying. It's an interesting thought. Anytime... Look it, look it up. Anytime they saw it, they would fall forward on their faces, not backwards. So... Um, you know, I will <laughs> wow. tell you this, I, I 100% believe there's times that this force that people, not every time, and I'm not even saying that people don't have moments of the Holy Spirit moving on, okay?
1: Yeah.
2: But
0: what I'm saying is, more often than not, it's emotion. You mm-hmm. caught it, swept up in it. And by the way, they mixed a lot of things here. Yeah. In the Spirit. But it's all sort of that same background. Yes. Um. What, what happens is, and or, there's another force at play, and it's not the Holy Spirit.
1: That's terrifying.
0: Yeah, so... That doesn't mean the person, you know, I'm just saying, guys, we've got to follow the Bible, and that's not in there. Mm-hmm. So I've been to church, where seeing receiving the Holy Ghost, and they began speaking in tongues. I, you know, I have to believe there are people out there that speak in tongues. However, yeah. it was for, remember, every gift in the whole, that we are given, not everyone has the same gift, by no. the way. So I 100% do not think it's biblical that every single person will speak in tongues. That it, I've said this a thousand times, read 1 Corinthians, I know some of my, my more uh, charismatic friends get upset at me here, but that's... That's the truth. 1 Corinthians um, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 pretty much make it clear. We all have different gifts. Not everyone has the same gift. Mm -hmm. And even if we were all trying to get the same gift, we should all want prophecy, not speaking in tongues, because it benefits everyone. So speaking in tongues would be you. Every gift given is to benefit the church and the ministry Mm -hmm. and the kingdom. So why would speaking in a gibberish language that no one else can understand around you all at the same time, how does that benefit the body? It doesn't. Yeah, and most likely, right, what we see is um, there are many that think speaking in tongues was the ability to speak in a language that you never actually understood to preach the gospel. So you and I are in Ch- you're in China, I'm with you, and all of a sudden you start speaking Chinese, and you've Perfectly. never spoken Chinese in your life. Yep. Or at least that's what they hear.
1: And act like I'm speaking English. Yeah, and they're, they're... going, you're preaching about Jesus in Hong Kong, you know
0: Chinese. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's that. They not not everybody that does one of these does all of them. So like right. in spirit, etc. Um, but I will tell you this: being slain in the spirit, the idea of falling backwards, uh, I don't. There's no biblical direction for that.
1: That's Very interesting. So I never even thought about not, that. Not
0: questioning the hearts of everyone that's in that. I'm not saying they're not Christians, but I'm telling you, you know, if we're gonna seek some sort of fruit or evidence of our salvation, why mm-hmm. would we not do what we know is factual? In Galatians, it tells us the exact fruits: peace. Love, kindness, self-control. Mm-hmm. If anything, you should be seeking that, not some sort of, you know, overly uh, emotional or mystical thing, right? Yeah, like we should
1: seek to do what we know to do. That's Does that good, make sense? Yeah. I don't mean
0: to be. Was that too hostile? I
1: wasn't trying to. Be. No, man, I don't think it was hostile. I think it was just truth, man. I think that the whole falling backwards and falling in the face thing—that—that's interesting. Never even thought we'll look about it that. up. That's wild. Yeah. Dang. All right, man. That's good. Learning, I'm learning stuff still, man. I, that's what I love, you know. It's, you know, I never, I didn't really actually think there was the a difference. Well, I guess I didn't really know if there was a difference between being baptized in the spirit and being slain because I've heard, I've heard both. But yeah, I think that was good. That was good, man. Hopefully, yeah, explain, I explained it. You
0: want to ask one more when we get out of here? This is a long episode today. Um, I thought it was interesting, though. I absolutely. About everyone else, fight a good one. Um, let's we can see. Do that that this one? one we didn't get to on live. Sorry okay, about yes. live the other day, guys. We had a cord issue, and yes. people kept saying, "Todd, you seemed angry." I wasn't. I, I've had, you know, I'm a human. I have days where I'm down and tired, right. and and that's kind of where I was at. It was more of I was trying to save him from continuing to talk when he was going deep into something when they couldn't hear.
1: That's right. So, so yeah, this is a continuation. We were gonna ask this one on live, and that's when we ended it because we were having issues. So this is Remnant dudes. Can you explain these scriptures for a simple minded person like me? And this is, uh, just to let you guys know, this is Romans 2, 1-8, and it's in HGSB. And it says, Therefore, any of you who judges is without excuse. For when you judge one another, you condemn yourself, since you, the judge, do the same things. We know that God's judgment on those who do such things is based on the truth. Do you really think any one of you who judges those who do such things yet do the same, that you will escape God's judgment? Or do you despise the riches of his kindness, restraint, and patience, not recognizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? But because your hardness and unrepentant heart, you are, you are storing up wrath for yourself in the day of wrath when God's righteous judgment is revealed. He will repay each one according to his works. Eternal life to those who by persistence in doing good seek glory, honor, and immortality, but wrath and indignation to those who are self-seeking and disobey the truth but are obeying unrighteousness. Long one.
0: Good job, man. You killed that.
1: Thank you. I hope I didn't uh, skip a line. There's a so lot of lines there.
0: So <laughs> again, anytime you read this, the Bible, guys, you need to try to understand the context, right? You don't want you want to take a chapter that we added, meaning yeah. we've added the numbers in the context of the whole message that it's given in this section. Um oh, uh, in, in chapter one, Paul's talking about people who think um, that people who like know. Essentially, it's kind of like the idea of—he's of, <clears throat> talking about all these people that don't know God, right? Yeah. In the chapter 4, and he's saying they're doing this, and God handed them over, and they're sinful, and you know they deserve destruction. Okay. Right? But then he says, hey, but you need to be careful in the church because he's talking—you better not be judging them like you don't do this either. You deserve mm. death for the things you do. That's right. And the thing is, you actually know what truth is. And some of you still continue to live that way. That's right. And you shouldn't do that. And that's kind of what the the, the concept of this is, is. He's reminding them of like, listen, um, you need to repent, have true repentance and change your life because we all deserve God's wrath. That's right. Right? They deserve God's wrath and meet those that don't know Him, but so do you without Christ. Yep. So trying to say, oh, I'm, I'm better than them because I don't do this mm-hmm. is missing the point of we're all sinners.
1: That's right. Right. Um, just right. kind of like a reminder to not put yourself on a pedestal, like yeah. your own pedestal.
0: Don't forget that you too need that. That's right. And he, and he says in verse 3, do you really think any one of you judges those who do, suggest, do such things yet do the same that you will escape God's judgment? <laughs> so, you know, he's also saying some of you talk the talk, but you're not walking the walk. That's you're, right. And you're in just as much danger as those that aren't talking the talk. Right?
1: Man, Paul brought it. Yeah. I love it. Gist of it. Awesome.
0: Yeah, that's all I got nice you got anything funter
1: awesome you got anything well thank you guys so much for watching this episode hope you guys enjoyed it took something out of it you know this is like he said might be a longer episode today but i hope you guys stick around for it and listen you know because i think there's some good stuff in this um love you guys thank you for supporting this ministry please like and share Uh, if you're watching from rumble give us a rumble if you're watching from youtube hit that subscribe button uh if you're watching from facebook like and share it and always comment, guys. Let us know what you guys are thinking. And let us know what this new shot, you know, if you guys like this new shot. It's kind of old school. Hope you guys liked it. Hope you guys feel more engaged by it. Um, and uh, I just appreciate you guys for watching every week. Love you guys.
0: Hey, I got nothing else to say that. We love you. Please like, share, comment, all the above. Hope you guys have a great day. We mean this. God bless you.